Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you all for coming. We're back here with Chung and Pei, second set, part two of a two-part series here. Thank you. 
Well, welcome back to the stage here for the second set here, part of, part of a two-part series. And uh, Chang Eun Pai, known as JB for the rest of the show, <laughs> if that's okay. That's great. All right. Thank you. So uh, also to mention, uh, which we failed to mention, I think the end of the last, the last ep first episode, uh, myspace.com slash jbfunkyjazz or innercirclemusic.net are the two websites that you should go to to hear more music and find out more about your career and what's happening. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, just, a, just a quick recap from what we talked about the first set. Um, you are currently a full-time jazz faculty member at Seoul Arts Pool Conser Conservatory in South Korea, in, in Korea, correct? Oh, well, I'm, I'm not oh. full-time. I'm just teaching there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oops. Okay, I've got a pen here. Okay, uh -huh. not full-time, just teaching. Okay. <laughs> Correction, sorry about that. Um, you have a, a couple of albums out. The most recent one, 2008, uh, Go on Sony uh -huh. BMG featuring saxophonist Greg Osby. Uh -huh. The American version of that album is soon to be released, the end of this That's month. That's right, yeah. yeah. At the end of this month, actually, under the Inner Circle Music. You know? Okay. Uh -huh. And also on CD Baby, you can find that. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see. Uh, the band members tonight, we have Rodrigo Villanueva on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Faculty at NIU. Yeah, and actually, and I think the reason why why the band is here too, you brought uh, the the group. I think, yeah, you contacted me last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I organized this yeah. this you know portion of the tour. Yeah, we started in South Carolina, and Craig yeah. organized that. Craig Butterfield on the bass here. Yeah. yeah. And JB, you're off to LA this weekend, right? March sixth, right. uh -huh. two thousand ten. You you're playing. What's the name of the place? It's a uh, the Blue Whale. Yeah, Blue Whale Bar is yeah. in like uh, downtown LA. Okay. I have one more gig with other people, you know. <laughs> cool. So it's it's gonna be fun. So. Do they have a grand piano? You think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't book that gig, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see. Well, it's amazing that you flew over here with your grand piano. I just can't believe that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe that either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone else will believe that either. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, let's see. Some other things. Okay, you guys all met at North Texas State. That's that's an interesting coincidence. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, we some very good friends of ours, Jeff Eccles, a great bass player, and Joel Adams, a trombonist, who also went. And to North John Texas. Adams, his brother, the bass player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, have you? Did you guys ever eat in the cafeteria together in your <laughs> at North Texas? I don't Texas? know. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? What do you like to eat when you're on the road? We try everything, I think. Uh, whatever <laughs> Rodrigo feeds us, I think. <laughs> yeah. well, when I brought them to Korea, and they were great eater, so they eat yes. just whatever food, and especially this guy love Korean food, you know. Yeah. So kimchi. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He kimchi. eats like spice and food. Don't forget the baekju. Baekju. <laughs> so what is what's that? I know kimchi, but uh, kimchi is really hot, right? Uh, yeah, baekju is beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. well, what's not to like? Well, that's yeah. what you have with hot food, I guess. Yeah. So how does that compare to Wisconsin beer? Uh, Wisconsin or, beer is excellent, actually. <laughs> well, thank you. I wasn't just baiting you to say that. Not that I'm an aficionado yes. or anything. <laughs> well, you get a lot of practice while you're here. You could practice some after the show if you want. Yeah, if you oh, live yeah. here, you become yeah. an aficionado. Oh, wow. Well, oh, but that's one of the perks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but to, to force some new territory, I wanted to ask a question. Um, 
JB, South Korean uh, jazz in South Korea, mm-hmm. as opposed to jazz in the U.S. Obviously, you know, sort of more or less the birthplace of jazz here. Mm-hmm. How is uh, how is how is jazz viewed in in Korea? I mean, is at, in the education circles or for for listeners, is it popular? Yeah, well, uh, it's getting better and better. The scene is bigger and bigger, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, we have a you know uh, really big scene going on in Korea. Mm-hmm. Like we have like you know maybe two or three major like jazz festival yeah. in Korea, uh, and there's so many venues and you know and actually I'm teaching at like four different uh, colleges in Korea. Wow. Then. Uh, the one school, it's like, the, they, uh, we have a like, very big like, jazz department in Korea. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost like, uh, I, I would say like three to four hundred like, jazz students, you know, in Korea. I, I mean, uh, just in one school. So yeah. just mm-hmm. think about like, uh, maybe, I guess there's like 20 to like 30 jazz school in Korea. <laughs> Yeah, okay. and wow. Korea being the size of—I'm—I'm I'm not sure. I—I I should have paid more attention in uh, geography. The size of how big is Korea? How big is Korea? Okay, well, compared well, to do y'all know? <laughs> okay, okay. Someone, someone can call in or email in. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, uh, I would say it's uh, yeah, much slo- smaller than Texas for sure. Okay. So <laughs> that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Today. See, yeah. <laughs> but Seoul is a really big city. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah. the population is in very crowded city, and you know it's really fun city to hang out. And, yeah. You know, yeah. enjoy. So. So yeah. it's not spread out, though. I mean, not like L.A. is, uh, from what I understand, is very sprawling. Well, but because of the earthquakes, they have yeah. to go across instead of up. Right, yeah. right. Do they go up in Seoul? Well, it's just so concentrated. It's like so packed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I imagine the competition. Mm-hmm. Musically is pretty fierce. Yeah, it's a very, com- I mean, comparative. I mean, I mean, like the, there's a very big competition going on. Actually, uh, I'm teaching at one of the top like four schools in in Korea. I mean, jazz studies. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, I had like 400 piano students just auditioning for like, you know, five like. You know, spot. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my just, goodness. To be students. That. Yeah, students. Okay. Just, uh, we got like you know, 400 like applicants and just select like just four or five of them. So it's kind of crazy. Did you have to listen to each of them? <laughs> yes, actually, yes. 400 different. Uh-huh. 400 piano students. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, I, I I guess I had listened for like four days, four or oh five days. Wow. <laughs> so that was quite. Yeah, I can't really say it was painful, but <laughs> well, and you it had was to a say lot. you had to say no 395 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt really bad actually oh, because right. you know we've got some really talented students who couldn't really make the school. So yeah, yeah, but well, that's kind of system in Korea anyway. So yeah, anyway, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought a, a beautiful a piece, a Korean folk song uh-huh. that you kindly asked us to play with and right. excited to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called Gangbyeon uh, Salja. It's one of the Korean like children's song. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it.
Thanks for bringing that. Thanks. Thanks for playing.
right. The JB Trio here. Um, wanted to ask, that, that brings to mind exactly what I wanted to ask. This, the idea of uh, where, do you got, where do you guys see jazz going? Obviously a huge question, and it's very... Broad. Broad, and everyone <laughs> is going to have a different answer, probably. Do you mean in popularity? Or, no, no, or I, guess, mean I just mean art, artistically. Going? I mean, you guys are all teachers, too. So where do you... This pool of young musicians coming up, um, are they... Are they going back to, are they starting with the blues? Are they bringing it all the way forward? Are they starting at New Orleans? And, or are they starting in a very different place and have an eye toward going somewhere that you're going, I don't know what, you know, where it's going? Um, I think I'm answering this question by, by <laughs> default here. Uh, it's a very tough question and uh, very tough to answer. Um, yeah. I think it's incredibly important that all students understand where jazz came from and yeah. listen to the early greats. Um, but then personally, I, uh, my musical aesthetic it lies elsewhere. And, and, sure. uh, and I think that that's really for the future. To, to everyone has to figure out what's, what they can bring to the music that's unique that no one else can do because we all have that ability, I think. You know, there's no drummer in the world that's ever going to sound like Rodrigo Villanueva and there's no pianist that's ever going to sound yeah. like Chung and Bay. So um, I think that's part of it. I think it's just, uh, and I think what's really interesting is that there's so much, we were talking about this the last couple of days, there's so much um, information out there now with the internet. Um, I remember when I was in high school that, you know, of course there's no World Wide Web. And if you wanted, I mean, if you wanted to find out information about a certain style of music, it was incredibly hard to do. And so I think our options were more limited. I know um, Personally, that's, that's true for me. But now, uh, young players today, can, they're just exposed to so much stuff. And I think that's bound to have a huge shift and a huge change in the music in the future, I think, um, that we're all exposed to so many more influences at once. And I think that's a good thing. Um, so that's really sort of my roundabout way of answering that question, I suppose. <laughs> good answer. Yeah. Well, you know, you. It's, uh, I, again, it's a very tough question. But I, I see the same. Like, uh, Departing from the tradition, you know, uh, of the beginning of the century where you know jazz started, yeah. he has taken it, it to so many cultures and places. And sometimes we forget that it's uh, it's an American art form, but it's international. Yeah. 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 In uh, any country you go, like Russia or Korea or Japan uh, or any part of Europe, there are jazz musicians, and yeah. some of them uh, are some of the greatest. But sometimes we don't look at them because they are not American musicians. Mm -hmm. So I, I see jazz like an international art form now, like more like global way of approaching music uh, with uh, no no boundaries, no no frontiers. Yeah, and uh, I'll try to like make my students be aware of that. Like there's a huge European movement that is starting in the 40s, and it's, it still go, goes on. And uh, there are a lot of musicians, like you know, like Edgar Meyer, that there are classical musicians, cl classically trained musicians, but they are jazz musicians now. So. Yeah. In Europe, it's more common to see that. In the States, it's not so common because they want to separate sure. those two areas. And I think they, they, uh, they shouldn't be separated because uh, originally, improvised music started with Bach. You know, he will improvise. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about that the other day. They, it, traditionally, the cadences on the concerts were improvised, too. Yes. Right. So, so yeah. that uh, relationship between the, the classical trained music, musicians and jazz uh, should disappear. You know? We yeah. should go back to that, uh, that uh, uh, notion that it's just music, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Personally, some of my favorite musicians are those that maybe 
classically trained or or trained in a discipline, but whether it be folk or blues or jazz or classical, you know, highly trained in one discipline, but can do anything. You know, like mm -hmm. you mentioned Edgar Meyer, of course, and musicians like Bella Fleck and like, you know, uh, Mike Marshall on mandolin, these, these yeah. amazing musicians that no matter what they play, sounds great. And, you know, I dare you to categorize yeah. what they play. Yeah, we had we actually had Mike on the show oh, uh, last yeah. year, which is phenom phenomenal. And his uh, Paul uh, Paul Coart mm -hmm. um, from yep. Madison studied studies or used to study with Edgar Meyer, and is That's also right. part of this new acoustic music, acoustic jazz, world music uh, yeah. flare-up. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> musicians. Yeah, great. Yeah, phenomenal yeah. musicians. Yeah. I agree. Now that that really does make a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean that this we're in this this age now where communication, we, the whole globe is connected, and of course education is hopefully. This is what this is what is going to happen. Now we know what's happening on the other side of the globe, and necessarily, this is all going to be world. It is world music. Well, we kind of need the uh, uh, U.S. media music pushers to understand that we need to combine these things because they're always so specific about what's your style. And if yeah. you say ish, then they kind of get bored. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, everybody's ish these days. Yeah, We're true. all a combination. And right. But is jazz, I guess here's another uh, quick question. Is jazz still, well, it wasn't. It just, at one point, jazz was obviously pop music. It was the popular music. And now, is it flying so far under the radar still? It is in the U.S. I mean, it's not pop music anymore here. But in other countries, maybe that's not true. I don't know. Well, I think it's still like uh, elitist type of music, like mm -hmm. just a selective group of, of people who attend those. It's not like the, the core of the population will, I mean, because it, it, in a way is the way that the media treat it. The media push yeah. the, the mainstream jazz, jazz will be popular, <laughs> but it's yeah. not yeah, the case, true. you know, they, they push, you know, hip hop and other uh, yeah. ways of, I mean, that music that is influenced by jazz, yeah. but it's not only what jazz is about. Right. But I don't know. I mean, maybe it will be popular again someday. I don't know. I guess it maybe it doesn't matter either. I don't know. Yeah. We'd love to play it. <laughs> People that like to listen to it, listen to it. And <laughs> it's, it's interesting to be underdogs. It's kind of a, a good place to be in some ways because you always have room to grow. You sure, know? absolutely. If you're on top of the world, then you have no place to go. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. But also, it's always, you know, just related to the social movements, too. So it goes yes. also as, as a representation of what's going on in society. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's good to be the underdogs in that way, because we're pushers, you know. We, we try to, to go with what is needed, you know, in terms yeah. of the society. So I don't know. I, I don't really care if it is popular or not. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do it and you need to do it, uh, it, that's why we're here. It is a need, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't be here, you know? It's like right. uh, we're not making much money, but still, yeah. we want to do it, you know? Yeah, right. We need to do it. Bless your hearts. Thank you so <laughs> much for doing Oh, they're that. making millions of this show. Millions. Yeah, you're not talking about this. <laughs> <Yeah. No. laughs> do you have... Do you have mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to do a couple more. Excellent. Okay. Um, just a reminder, too, a couple more here. Um, but if you are just joining us, we are here with uh, a Chungan Pei Trio. Or JB Trio. JB Trio. Craig Butterfield on bass, Rodrigo Villanueva on the drums. And uh, May, 20, May 2006, uh, her first album, The End and Everything After, was released. 
on Kang and Music. The album won Korean Music Awards in 2007. And also in 2007, her project album Mozart and Jazz came out on Universal. Uh, the newest CD, 2008, Go on Sony BMG, is also going to be released here in the U.S. Uh, the end of March here, uh, 2010, featuring saxophonist Greg Osby. Okay. So. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have two more for you, and I would like to play uh, another uh, Korean children's song. It's uh, Spring in Hometown. It's also in my album. Uh, and, uh, and we're going to end with one of my new compositions called Last Voyage. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you all for coming. The Chungun Pie Trio, JB herself here. <laughs> Mr. Craig Butterfield on the bass, Rodrigo Villanueva on drums, Chung and Pai on piano. We are here every Tuesday. Yeah. Woo! Uh, we are here every Tuesday at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue with Mad Toast Live. Uh, you can catch our podca podcast on madtoastlive.com in the podcast directory of iTunes. And if you're in the Madison, Wisconsin vicinity, you can hear us every Friday night at midnight on WORT 89.9 FM. Or WORT HD. Right. Is that dot org? That's right. Okay. Uh, special thanks to front of house engineer Mr. Nick McNeese this evening. Podcast producer Andy LaValley. Special thanks to WRT 89.9 and the Brink Lounge. And I think that's it. We're out. 